Hey, Blake. Hey, how you doing? Good. Nick Williams here with the Summer Realty Group Podcast. Yep, Blake Trekkies, of course. And uh, today is Christmas. Well, it's not actually Christmas. Christmas about a week away. We don't work on Christmas. We do not work on Christmas. <laughs> but we wanted to go ahead and knock out this episode just so that we have a holiday episode. Um, for everybody out there that does not celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, this is also our Kwanzaa and Hanukkah episode. Sure. However, um, I am ignorant in certain aspects of those traditions, so I'm probably not going to comment on them as much. I always uh, got taught, don't talk about things you don't know about. You do it anyways. Right? Well, I think the first day of, yeah, I do actually. First day of uh, Hanukkah actually is uh, coming right up. Yeah, I have no idea on any of those. It happened on Sunday, I believe. I think they're really cool. But Christmas, in my heart, is the best. I mean, corporate America (laughs) grabbed a hold of it and just promoted Santa to number one spot. Yes, yeah. So, So what's your plans or what is your, maybe your general year look like? So this year specifically, uh, to get personal, uh, my mom and sister are coming in. Uh, It's been a long time since I've seen them. Um, So I'm excited about that. My mom's flying in from the East Coast. My sister's coming from Asia. Um, She works over there. I've been over there for about 10 years now. Where? Uh, South Korea. She actually lives in Seoul and uh, works over there. It's like my my dream vacations. Yeah. Yeah. Or for a Korean lady and she made me the greatest food ever. And and, uh, her son, who was born here, but it visited a lot. He's like, you wouldn't believe it. It was like this magic land to him, and, and in my head it is as well, like the street food. I was about to say, I, I'd get yeah. so fat. That's yeah. the reason I haven't visited my sister. I, I gained 30 <laughs> pounds on one vacation. Yeah. I mean, He talked about fruits. He's like, you never even heard of these fruits. I was oh. like, I kind of think he's making it up. No, I've like, been to no. Singapore. I've been to Hong Kong. I've been to uh, Southeast Asia, so Thailand, Malaysia, and stuff like that. No, they're absolutely right. Like, okay. I mean, you, you, everyone knows durian and jackfruit, but there are like little fruits and big fruits, and there yeah. are fruits that are the size of a small uh, car. The, oh, really? Like like that big of a melon, and you're just like, what is this? It's just huh. crazy stuff. So, anyways, yeah. So anyway, uh, Santa Claus loves going to Southeast Asia. I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Bring it, bring it back in. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So they're coming in, and uh, we got a whole list of stuff that we're gonna do. And so I figured we'd just take this episode, kind of talk about what my family's doing, and just kind of drag you along for the ride. Yeah, sounds good. I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> when they are coming in, you know, Christmas for us has always been a family holiday. So we're going to spend Christmas and Christmas Eve as a family cooking, catching up. It's been forever since we've seen each other. Yeah. Um, and just spend some good quality family time. And I really think that's what the holiday season doesn't matter what religion or what, what non-religion you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but really being with family, spending time with family, and carving out time to be present with those that you love. Okay. Um, then Christmas ends on Sunday and then, uh, they're still here for a week. So that's when we're going to do all the cool Christmassy stuff. So we're going to go see Santa Claus. You know, he doesn't work on Christmas day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to probably go down there Monday or Tuesday and, uh, go visit that old man. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, we actually do in North Pole, the North Pole, as Blake likes to say, mm-hmm. um, have the Santa Claus house <laughs> and, uh, the Santa Claus house has uh, a bunch of cool features. So one, it's the biggest Santa based Christmas gift shop that we have around here. Mm-hmm. But it also is um, home to Santa Claus 364 days a year. Like I said, he does not work on Christmas Day because he's doing his other job where he's uh, working for FedEx and delivering Christmas presents. Yeah. Um, and then they also have the uh, reindeer pens. So you can actually go down there and see the caribou that they have. Um, so if you want to go and do a little petting zoo adventure, really cool. Most people haven't even seen a caribou, let alone been able to touch one. Yeah. I used to, so one of my first jobs, I was the uh, reindeer tender. Um, That's right. I forgot you worked at the Santa Claus house. That was pretty fun. That was before the furniture, right? 
No, yeah, yeah, that, that would have been before. Yeah, okay. before furniture sales. So uh, they used to have an RV park there. So I actually, I didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was uh, too slovenly to be in the Santa Claus house and probably too tall uh, <laughs> to do it as well. So Buddy I, the Elf stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. What's the seven-foot goober doing here? <laughs> so I took care of the RV stuff, and part of the RV stuff was the take care of the reindeer. Um, so they can't eat their own poop, obviously, and so you got to be really careful about that. So I was the poop scooper. It was really cool. A few things. So maybe some people don't know. Caribou and reindeer are the same species. Yes. They're considered different if one is... Domesticated, uh, right? It's not really domesticated, but yeah, it's, you know, not range free range. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever you say. The way I see <laughs> it is like you have in Scandinavia, they have reindeer. They call them reindeer. They look like caribou, but they're herded like cattle on on, on fields, right, mm-hmm. through meadows and stuff like that. And, yeah. and eventually they're slaughtered and eaten. Yeah. And here we have caribou, which is the wild species that's running up on a hunt in the northern uh, slopes, and that's where we hunt them and slaughter them and eat them as well. Yeah. So the end result's the same. The only difference is one is a surprise and the other one is kind of yeah. pre-planned. Well, I think the interesting part, there's a few of these that are kind of similar. Uh, brown bear and grizzly bears are the same species, but they have different um, temperaments. They mm-hmm. have different sizes, and it's because of where they live. Mm-hmm. And just like anything, so the brown bears are usually down like around Kodiak, close to the coast. They're fat. They're happier, you can right. say, less aggressive. Uh, but again, they're the same species. So uh, regardless, so uh, another interesting thing is the, so of course they have, for their size, I don't know how you say this, they have the largest antlers in ratio to the body size. And I think- Said perfectly, Blake. Yeah. Don't change the way you say that. I think the only way, uh, this may be not true, females have antlers as well. Is they there do. another one? This is the only species where the male and the female both have antlers that are annual. And by the way, antlers are annual yes. horns, and then horns are permanent. Yeah. So don't call antlers horns. Don't yep. call horns yep. antlers. They shed them all the time. Funny story about that. They would get a lot of um, like animal activists come by and be like, let them free and all that stuff. When uh, antlers are shedding, it can be kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're scraping velvet off. It's bloody. Um, so we had one where he had broke the end of its antler off. It was hanging by the velvet, and blood was just kind of squirting for a little bit, and then it was all drenched. Um, yeah, that was a big thing. We had to go, like, pull that off. This might not be your child-friendly <laughs> Christmas episode. It's uh, very normal. We'll put that in the description. They, they took but. very good care of them the whole time I was there. Every day I was in there doing stuff with They them. do a great job. Fun. They walk them. They, they feed yeah. them. They, they entertain them. Yep. Like they're, they're healthy-looking animals versus some that I've seen out in the wild. Yep. That and are, the only other thing, if you're there and you notice, is their joints click. And that's super normal in the wild or otherwise. I don't know why that is, but they pop like yeah. you'll always hear them clicking around. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. But and if you think that um, putting caribou in a pen and for a petting zoo situation is cruel, um, go on Instagram and check out the page Nature is Metal. And then you'll want to put every animal in a zoo and protect them from yeah. what nature actually is. I think it's, yeah, it's a pretty good option. I think so, too. For, for animals, so. I mean, ever since COVID, I feel like I'm in a cage. <laughs> I mean, go to work, go home. Yep, yep, he's become a different species. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, Santa Claus House is, like, a must. Uh, I think it's a must-do. Yeah. Uh, the lines are long around this time of year. we got some tourists in town, that kind of stuff. I think right around Christmas should be good because people are actually busy doing other things. Yeah. But um, if you come here in the winter before Christmas, you're going to wait for a couple hours. Yep, yep. That being said, though, it's a really cool place. It's a huge building. He is there, like, every single day. I've never, I mean, I guess he takes some sick days every now and again, but every time I've been there, he's been there to to entertain the crowds. Um, It is a magical place. Uh, uh, You can't miss it if you're driving down the Richardson Highway heading, um, I guess it depends where you're coming from, but heading uh, down towards the uh, 
Chino Flood Project's uh, Isleson area. Mm-hmm. You'll see it right off the highway, right when you pass through North Pole. It's a huge, there's a 40-foot Santa Claus there, pretty hard to miss. Yeah. Um, so really easy to find, and, and Google can always get you where you need to go. Yeah. Um, or Apple Maps. And then... Um, for the distinction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People know. are like, Apple's not going to take me there? No, Apple won't take you, but Google will. Yeah. We are sponsored by Google today. <laughs> that is not true. Um, so something else we're doing, and I just kind of wanted to make a fun week for my family, and it's something I haven't done yet either, but I've gotten more and more clients and friends that are really into this, but dog mushing. So um, shout out to Black Spruce Dog Sledding. Um, we reserved, uh, so they're going to be up in the Goldstream area, so they're a little bit north of Fairbanks over by UAF. Um, really cool adventure, uh, two and a half hour trip, um, easy to book online. Um, you can Google them. Uh, again, Apple, I'm sure will take you there too. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if anybody bings anymore. Uh, I think, I think Bing is dead. Microsoft is slowly failing, but, um, but no, uh, so a two and a half hour adventure at negative 30, they go out, they prep everything. Um, great refund policy, uh, return policy. If you had to cancel for COVID or something like that, they were really easy to work with. And I look forward to next week going yeah. and actually trying them out. So that's something cool. Um, I don't know if they're gonna let you stand on the back, if they put you in the basket. I don't know if you get four dogs, six dogs, nine dogs. Don't know any of that stuff, but I can tell you, um, pretty cool thing to do in the middle of winter here in Alaska. I'd be I'm curious to talk to you after what yeah. you think of it because I well I won't talk once. You. yeah obviously. I'm, I'm not going to see you afterwards <laughs> yeah this is it man <laughs> the last podcast so when I I've gone one time I used to work for the school district and out in two rivers there's a lot of people who yeah. dog mush out there so one of the teachers is like hey um, let's go dog mushing it's like all right cool that'd be great I took my wife for having kids and the when we first get there the dogs are going ballistic. crazy yeah so he had enough for two teams so he had probably. I don't know, we'll say 16 dogs, eight and eight. I don't remember exactly. And the, you just could, you couldn't even talk. He's just like pointing where we need to be and everything. So we get in there and then they start going and they all calm down or they don't calm down, but they're not barking anymore because they're running and they're so excited to go. And like almost immediately I realized this is so different than any ATV or snow machine thing. It's so quiet. Mm-hmm. You can hear everything. You hear their feet padding along, of course. Um, but that it was so peaceful. You're not going that fast. So right, not, you're going like 10, 15. I was kind of hour, imagining yeah. like an extreme sport, but it's not that. You're following a trail. The dogs lead themselves, basically. You maybe have to lean on a tight corner, but not really. Like, I mean, you're I just helping them, them, yeah, get the yeah, sled around. I kept flopping off, and they're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm leaning, man. He's like, you probably don't need it. I would hit the inside corner and flip over. And uh, anyways, they do have a little thing that I use multiple times that drops down and catches the snow. <laughs> the dogs don't like it. They're like, oh, you know, but uh, anyways, so try not to do that. Like a break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'll just keep running. Yeah. If you're not back there, that'd be horrible. Um, so anyways, it was a ton of fun. So I'm interested to see what you think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I got a yeah. bunch of friends that do it um, to like exercise the dogs. Like they're like, that. they're not the guides, but they're the hands behind the scenes. So when nobody books, they're the ones that get the dogs exercise and stuff. Oh, okay. cool. And so if I like it, I might have some connections to be able to do a little bit more Sweet. in the future. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, quick side story about those same people. So nice people, teachers, whatnot. I worked at the school after hours. I was a cleaner. Um, I used to bike to Two Rivers and back. Hello, we got to get chronological order now. You were reindeer poop scooper. Yep. Then human poop scooper. Yeah, exactly. And then furniture salesman. Yeah. Got yeah. it. All right, I got yeah. the chronological we didn't have order. We toilets now. at the furniture yeah. store. We should have <laughs> <laughs> really 
full circle. Now in real estate, I just take a bunch of crap. Um, so <laughs> the <laughs> so I'm out there. I'm cleaning. Everybody's gone. Uh, it's summertime. I'm biking back and forth to work. So I would bring a different outfit. And um, I was changing into my outfit, and I was like, oh, I had a little heart rate monitor I would wear. I was like, right, if you get the ends wet, it's supposed to work better. So I was like, oh, shoot, let me go get the ends wet in the bathroom real quick. I'm in my underwear, socks, heart rate monitor in hand. That's it. I step out the door. door Santa shuts. Claus is standing right there. Yeah, no, <laughs> door shuts. Um, everything pretty much in schools automatically yeah. is locked. Right. Um, I go get it wet. I come back, and like, oh, I didn't even realize when it shut or anything, but I was like, oh, no. And so I'm stuck in the school. There's, you can always get out. You know, you always have like those push bars. So you're never stuck, stuck. So I was like, I can get out, but I'm, I'm in my underwear. So anyways, I leave. I have to start walking down the road in my underwear. Blake, do we really want to tell people you were in a, in a school in your underwear? <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, this is going to sound really bad. So I walk up and it's, uh, it's like 10 o'clock at night, but it's still light out okay. and everything. At least it's, it's summertime. Hours. Yeah. So I'm walking and I see a truck. And, and then the walk. lunch bell rings. <laughs> yeah, no, this is after hours for sure. So, um, yeah, otherwise I wouldn't be there. <laughs> I, I would have stayed in my office. I had my own office. I was like, nobody's here. Anyways, walk and walk in, hit a little pull off and there's a truck. And so I start kind of shouting because I don't want to just like pop up on them in my undies. And I was like, hey, I'm like, oh, who's the girl? I was like, oh, you're not going to believe this, but I actually work at the school. And this, you know, like there was none of that happening. They're like, what? Yeah, they're like, okay, okay. So um, I was like, do you, can you drive me back to my house? It was like 30 minutes away. And they're like, we don't want to drive that far. It's like, come on, man, I'm in my underwear. <laughs> like, what the heck? And so I was like, well, I know, and the only person I could think of was those same, the teachers that took me dog mushing. I was like, I know where they live. And so they was like, we'll take you there. So it was Then you around. stole their dogs and dogs sled <laughs> and you dog mushed yourself home <laughs> in your underwear. Yeah, in the summertime. God, we should make a movie roads. out of this. Um, but yeah, so I, and they parked and I was in their truck and I opened the door and there's this huge puddle. I was like, oh, geez. So I literally jump out of the truck and I knock on the door. The husband answers and he's like, what's going on, man? And I can hear the wife. She's from, uh, she's German actually. Right. And she was. Like missing Dutch. Yeah, yeah. She was dying laughing. And she comes up, she says, oh, I see a skinny white, this is when I was really skinny, white boy hops out over the puddle. <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad you're really enjoying Threw this. some ankles back in yeah, the air, too. I, I look like a reindeer. <laughs> so, anyway, that was my fun story. I called my wife after that, or I think she was a girlfriend at that time. I was like, I didn't want to bike home. It's like a two-hour bike. Put, yep. Yeah, I was, like, kind of emotionally done at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Just Defeated. Yeah, so, anyways, that's uh, not Christmas at all, but... So yeah, that's yeah, some you, good good Christmas humor there. What is okay? A few things. Do you remember? It's not all about the presents, but when you're a kid, it's pretty much all about the presents. Do you remember oh. a present that sticks out to you, like your favorite or the most impactful? Yes, um, my dad was cursing for days having him put this together, but I wanted this GI Joe fort. Oh yeah. And so I always play with these little GI Joes, little ones, not the Barbie doll size ones, but the little like six inch figurines mm-hmm. um, with the rubber bands that always break, and they have a yeah torso that's separated from the legs <laughs> anyway uh playing with those guys and then um i asked for this mega fort thing and my dad had to put it together and little plastic pieces and yeah. breaking stuff and i remember like the christmas morning he's just cussing up a storm and i'm like hurry up hurry up and he's like <laughs> now as an adult i'd slap myself but as a kid i'm like you incompetent man <laughs> put it together i want to play with it yeah <laughs> Um, so that was, that's probably the most memorable one that I remember that, that really, I think it's still in a tough box underneath my dad's balcony in Virginia somewhere. Like I still oh, own sweet. it. So, um, pretty cool, but I haven't I had, seen it in over 20 years. I wanted a, um, iPod. So iPod. Okay. Yeah. And they were, um, I, I think they were like 180 bucks or something. They were pretty expensive. Oh, yeah. This is before the iPhone or anything like that. 
Um, I remember the little shuffles that didn't have a screen were still like $99. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, I had no hopes of getting it. Like we didn't, we never really had any, not, I wouldn't say any Ooh, money. But same thing. My family was lower middle class. So yeah, like, yeah. Like that was, it was like, I want this. I'm never getting it. And I wasn't even like disappointed. I just like kind of knew. I was like, ah, whatever. And uh, I remember opening it on Christmas morning and I was just like totally breath. I remember the feeling. It was just like. I was so unexpected. I was like, I can't believe I got it. So you realized you needed a computer to download the music yeah. to put it onto the iPod. <laughs> and so the funny part was, so that same year, like, we always get, like, useful things, yeah. too. Which I think is a good idea. You can just combine. I like, like, if you need something. Functional gifts. And you don't need it right away and you can wait, like, two weeks, just buy it for someone for Christmas. And then it's, like, at least another gift. You're going to get it That's anyways. what I always do. We're like, we're, like, we're going to do, like, one gift per person in our family, right? Yeah. Like, one special gift. But then to, like, make everybody feel better, I get, like, 15 things that we need for the house. I'm like, oh, new pots, new pans, yeah, new exactly. kitchen knives. Yeah. And then we're like, well, that's not really a gift. I'm like, it's an excuse to buy the stuff that I've been delaying. We were going to buy it anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it makes it feel a little bit bigger. So, anyways, my I needed, I forget what it was, but I like, socks or something. I ran through them all, which, if you know me at all, I, I put holes in socks, like, two weeks. But mm, I do, too. I don't know what the deal is. My don't, mom's like, how do you keep doing I this? love Costco and Kirkland. Shout out, by the way. Please sponsor us. Um, but never buy Costco socks. Really? I burned through them in 24 hours. Oh, like, I can't uh, hardly pull them on. They're so tight. That too. I don't know why that, that is. That too, but every single fat. one. Um, anyway, so I, I got some put on like 65 she, pounds. Yeah, so she's like, let me, <laughs> so let me, uh, you can open a few of these before you need socks, whatever. So I opened those up. And so Christmas Day, I get my iPod. I am so happy. But then I have less presents in all my, like three or four. So they're opening presents and we just do it, you know, round and yeah, round. And I have nothing. Some. And I like didn't care. And my mom, I could tell my mom was feeling bad. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And this and that. I said, oh, don't worry about it. The stockings are my favorite part. And this year they had decided to not do stockings, but they didn't tell us. Oh, you yeah. just shattered. You ruined your mom's Christmas without so even they, knowing. They leave Christmas Eve because we open all our presents Christmas Eve when I was a kid. And so they leave. And she's like, oh, I think we're going to go see if we can get something. And they like hunted all around. Of course, everything's closed. So anyways, it's a running joke now. Uh, I always have stockings for one. For my mom, she'll always send me mm-hmm. something. But yeah, it's like, ah, don't worry about it. Stockings are my favorite part. I was <laughs> just trying to make her feel better. But um, anyways, so back to... I was a divorced family, so we did the same thing. My mom and my sister and me did everything on Christmas Eve. And mm-hmm. then my dad and my sister and me did everything on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like having two Christmases. Yeah. Um, got visited by Santa quite a bit, so it was really nice. Um, so yeah, uh, I can relate to that. But that's where now, you know, I'm sitting here with, with my family and bringing in my sister and my, my mom. And we're like, well, are we going to do our traditions or your traditions? And yeah. I'm like, no, this is, I'm inviting them into my family now. Yeah, They can be subject to my traditions. And if I want to bring some of my old family traditions over, you know, it's cool. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool growing up and being able to create your own experiences. Yeah. And, so and, what's, and stuff. what's a... Either a favorite tradition or maybe a weird tradition that you guys do or whatever. Just like one that sticks Well, my favorite one, and this is honestly, I look forward to it all year long, is surf and turf. Um, I, I got a reputation for being a bit frugal and cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, right? I don't have anything to say to that. Yeah, because you're the number one person <laughs> that accuses me of it. Um, Mrs. Producer's shaking her head back there. Uh so for Christmas Day dinner, we always do surf and turf, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think we've done a single year where it's cost less than five hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. fillets, uh, New York strips, king crab. Uh, we do like a mussel stew as an appetizer. We go all out, but that's probably my favorite meal of the year, and I look forward to that more than anything else. In the world. Yeah, yeah, that's Sweet. that's that's my tradition that me and Jewel started that we're gonna do until the government bans all crab meat. Mm. 
Hopefully not. Which <laughs> might be next year at this going rate. So, By the way, if you don't know, uh, they kind of shut down crabbing season this year. So if you are going to do surf and turf for Christmas, this year is going to be a bit more expensive than usual. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if I have a favorite. One that we, I don't know if it's a tra- tradition, but it's almost, we pretty much do it every year that I really enjoy is, I don't know if you guys know the game Phase 10. You played Phase 10? I, I've seen it. I've played it. I don't remember the rules of it. But yeah, oh, it's could, so easy. pretend like I know what, to, what it yeah, is. Yeah, anyways, it's, it's just a card game. It's one of those card games that you don't have to look at the instructions every time you play yep. or like a board game. Like, that's, like Uno. I hate Uno, but I love it because like literally it, it makes sense on how to play. Yeah, exactly. So basically you're, you're it's and it doesn't matter how you play. Um, so we play that pretty much every year um, and that's always fun. No matter who family is there, it's like my mom kind of started it and we all kind of know and we play it a little differently like my cousin he's an avid cheater like that's his favorite thing to do is to win by cheating see that's my um, problem i get too competitive and if someone cheats like yeah, i will like, throw a board well, game in your face. if he gets caught he gets booted and he knows it and he's okay with that <laughs> but it's like so hey do the time do the crime you're as long as you're willing know, to do the time i know maybe you won't get to play next year no, or that's not. Funny. But no we probably the coolest thing we do now is i have kids and we keep a box separate of all the Christmas holiday books. And so pretty much the month or two beforehand, we pull that box out and every night we read a different Christmas book or this and that. Um, and we have a few that are like carols and the kids, oh my gosh, like we're not the best singers or anything, but we all sing top of our lungs. And it's like, we're about to go to bed. That's fun. Like, ah, they're just like going ballistic, like, you know, veins in the neck kids, like yelling it as loud as they can. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> One thing that, you know, since I kind of grew up that I've always wanted to do for Christmas if I had kids was um, how do you teach a child the sense of giving right Christmas seems to be a very greedy time of year for kids my gifts my gifts I want to unwrap it they're happy they're children so I'm not saying that's a bad thing but something I've always thought would be a great idea is you know maybe give one or two extra gifts Mm -hmm. and then at the end of Christmas the kids have to vote on which one gift gets donated cool. so you give them five six gifts each but yeah. as a group they the children have to decide which one they're giving back to somebody else yeah and that's how maybe we can instill some charity and, and giving into the season i think it'd be really cool yeah I, I think it comes back to also i don't know like you said it's it's been highly commercialized obviously it like it's a whole season businesses are built around like there are certain businesses like that only operate in the month of december let's say like andy's mints do mm-hmm. you ever eat andy's mint not around christmas time I don't even know where you could find one. They're excellent. They're the best candy ever, but I only eat them one month of the year. Same thing with those little assortments of uh, chocolates. I mean, I'm sure you can go to Fudge Shop and buy those. Yeah. But I only see them come out around this time of year, and every year we buy like four or five boxes of them. We eat one a week because we're like, this is the only month where we can buy like the little... So... Anyways. Which, by the way, is it weird if people bite half of it and put it back in the thing? It is disgusting. Come on. Babe, I told you. Oh, Jewel. I don't want to. I don't want to. New rule. Shade, it's new rule though. No, because because what we're doing now is I'm eating the other half, and that's how we share. Because you know they only put one of each kind in there. Nick, so I want to be honest. This is you. how now I get to try the same one she tries. I've probably told you this before, but it was but weird for me too. Like if ever there's an argument between you and Jewel, or there's like she wins. I agree with Jewel almost every time. I like Jewel better. She's right? the <laughs> reasonable person. She's the prettier person. She's the but better person. On this one, I have my own Mrs. Claus at home. Yeah, and I'm super so happy about it. I would say it. I lean towards Jewel, but this is this is egregious enough. If Jewel listens to this, 
that I may just overall have to come back to the next Oh, time. man. Well, that's, that's the case. She's been doing this for years, oh. and until last night, we just came to an agreement. <laughs> She's a monster. We're just now saying, okay, I'm going to let you eat half of your chocolate pieces. Okay, so my sister does stuff like that, but she knows. Like, she'll take a cupcake, she'll lick all the icing off, she'll put it back smooth. See, that's the difference. That. That's licking. Like, this is my wife who no, just but bites. She, here's the difference. <laughs> the difference is my sister knows it's frustrating, and she's, like, waiting for someone to say something about it. Okay. So okay. she's doing it, too. Yes. All but, right. And she likes the icing. But Jewel, I want to know, and I'll ask her, did she think this was okay? Or is she doing Oh, absolutely. She's been doing this for 20 years. You can ask her daughter. Man. You oh, can use her daughter. She used to open them up for Christmas, and then they're all half-eaten. I don't know. She'll argue it, but we we, we ganged up on her yesterday and, and uh, proved a point. It's the so. worst thing I've heard today. Yep. Holy smokes, people. I can't move past Shout that. out. That's bad. That if I'm so divorced bad. and single at the end of this, it's Blake's fault. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think you should leave her just because of this. <laughs> I'm going to spit coffee all over you. <laughs> it's all right. not that bad. Yeah. All right, anyway. Other things you can do here in Alaska during the winter is snow Sorry. machining. Uh, so snow yeah. machining is a cool thing. It is like the uh, adrenaline-filled version of dog sledding, <laughs> except for you definitely don't have the quiet aspect that you were mentioning earlier. No. All you hear is, rawr, 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 and that does get pretty old. Uh, so definitely yeah. check that out. There's plenty of snow machine rental places around here. Um, we're going to go a little lightning round here. We're just going to take turns. Yeah, so what, what's something else that you can go with? Oh, shoot. You took all the good I, ones. I know. Don't, well, I took two. Dog sledding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Snow machining. I don't know. Which are essentially the same I know. Thing. Now I, I brought I'll go around two. Okay. Polar plunge. Polar Do it plunge. safely, but oh, you yeah. can always cut a hole in some ice, jump in there. It's going to be cold as crap, um, but I that's a huge that. thing. We're not quite Scandinavian here, but that is something that I think we should do more of. And, in fact, uh, maybe next year we look into, like, a safe way to hosting a polar plunge somewhere. Yeah, I've got a chainsaw. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, up to 30 inches of ice I can cut now. I think we should um, do it. That would be cool. We have Gotta get some lifeguards and stuff on. Ice fishing is always fun. Ice fishing is a good one. Along with that, we have the, we were just talking about this morning, um, there's a big sign out by the university. When it hits 40 yes. below, people like to go out there in their swimsuits and boots. Don't go barefoot. You'll, you'll hurt your feet. And but, also, and we talked about this last night. Put on warm clothes that, one, you can take off quickly, yeah. but stay covered. Uh, last year, it hit negative 40. We saw people running out of the dorms in their swimsuits. Oh, no. And, of course, by the time they make it a half a mile to the sign, wait in the lines with the hundreds of other people that are trying to do this, and then run back, they would have been hypothermic. Yeah. So we threw them in the back of our car. By the way, if you're in Fairbanks, be a nice person. Uh, we do have creeps here, but generally... We uh, are all just good people. So yeah. if it's negative 30 out and someone's stuck on the side of the road, try to help them. And I just want to remind you that Nick said just a few sentences ago, you want to have something you can throw off quickly, clothes you can get off quickly. Yes. So he's not one of the creeps, but there's people that want that throw off a little for different reasons. No. Uh, I'm saying so you don't <laughs> hold up the line, so I'm not waiting for two hours. I'm only waiting for one. So we did hit. We just hit cold here. Um, we yeah, well, the entire country here. did. I don't know. Like Oklahoma's at like negative ten right now. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's, it's pretty much that. nationwide. Yeah, but. that's pretty wild. So it's normal here, um, but I mean it's still cold. So it doesn't get past negative forty. That's why we make a big deal at forty instead of negative yeah. thirty. Yep. Because forty, like it might get to negative forty two once a year, right? But I, I really haven't seen it colder in Fairbanks than. I'd say negative 40. Okay, our lightning round went off tracks. What's okay, now thing? lightning round next off. Um, uh, Snowshoeing. Snowshoeing, uh, hiking of any sorts, and then since Jess is over here as well, shout out um, skiing and snowboarding. That's something she really, really enjoys to do. She loves cross-country skiing. If I can't, like, I'm like, please come to work. She's like, no, I got to cross-country ski for another 12 miles today. Snowboarding, she's kind of iffy on. Yeah. yeah. That's Bloody joke. knees from falling. She went one time cross-country skiing, and she hates it. I don't know why. What could be wrong? What could be wrong with it? Too anyway. flat. Not enough adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> More adrenaline junkie over there. So, no. All right. What's next? What's yours? Uh, well, 
well, we always have the hot springs. I always bring hot that up. springs is always an uh, event. It, it, it feels Christmassy, but then again, it also feels awesome in the summer. So check it out anytime you're up here. Yep, yep. There's some like indoor stuff down in North Pole. There's like a little laser tag, like arcade. You got the ice museum, and then China Hot Springs also has the ice bar out yep. there. So you can go and actually like in a igloo have a nice thirty dollar martini. Out of an ice glass. Out of an ice glass. Yep. Um, ice skating, of course. And when it's this Huge. cold, you probably want to go on the, one of the inside rinks. Yeah. There, there are the Big Dipper or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Shout out to the Ice Dogs and the uh, UAF Nanook, Nanooks. Is that right? Yeah. Nanooks. Yep. Nanooks. Nanooks. Anyways. Um, yeah, so that's enough. Uh, Pioneer Park's always great. They do a good job uh, going around. Uh, we have the uh, lights, the uh, Christmas drive-through light park. Uh, we have the ice carving world championships every year. We have the curling championships every year here as well, um, or at least a big club that that is, does produce Olympic athletes. Cool. Um, so all kinds of stuff to do here. Check it out. Come to Alaska. Come to Fairbanks. Say hi if you're in town. Um, drop in the comments below if we left anything off because we're going to be doing this every year and next year we would like to take some of your guys' opinions and traditions and, and rituals into consideration. Yeah. And if anyone's interested in the ice plunge thing, I've been wanting to do that. I've never have. Yeah, I haven't either. It's. I mean, I've done polar plunges before. I've never hosted one. I, I think it would be something cool that we could build a little community up here for. And, and it, it, other than, you know, paying a lifeguard and, you know, scuba guy or something like that, like, it should be a pretty easy way to... We can do the extreme yeah. version, too, where you have to swim from one hole to the next. Pass. There's gonna be a huge Let's start with me jumping it and getting out. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm no Wim Hof here. Uh, oh, did you no. hear? So he did that. He did like the longest under yep. ice. His and his corteus froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's nuts. Was, but that, that was up in like the Arctic Ocean. That's yeah, not. It only gets so cold. False. It gets, it gets as cold as it's gonna get or it's gonna freeze. Salt water gets colder than. Yes, not then salt fresh. water. I'll give you that. So that ocean water would be a lot colder it's like than. 28 degrees. Sure. Sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for paying attention. Uh, Merry Christmas. Hope everybody has a great holiday and a happy new year. We'll try to do another one next year for the new year season or shortly after. But uh, 2022 has been a big year for all of us, and uh, I'm glad to see we're wrapping it up and heading into 2023 healthy, happy. And uh, thanks again for your time, Blake. All right. Cool. It was fun. All right. Bye. Au revoir. <clears throat> all right. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.